Hello, and thank you for joining. Today is August 6, 2022. I'm Antoinette Wolf, and you're listening to What We've Been Waiting For. Hey, y'all, go ahead and click the top of this podcast, that link that says follow or subscribe. This is where we get together every other week and discuss real topics, including media news stories that aren't being solicited or watered down for a political steering agenda. This is where I share my perspective, the view of an entrepreneur who once worked in corporate America as a person of color, a single mother, a college-educated professional, a taxpayer, and a spiritual being. In other words, I am what we've been waiting for. Hey now. Hey y'all. What's going on? How are you? How has your week been? I know it's hot outside, but August is the hottest month of the year. It is. I mean, everybody knows that. At least I do. I know that. August be hot, boy. And a lot of wild stuff be going on in our weather around in August. Also, this stuff that's going on right now, though, having these two floods and a wildfire, oh my goodness. You know, these scientists are not playing either. They are, like, they doing whatever they can to get our attention to take this shit serious, ain't they? Because, I mean, one thing they're definitely saying is that overpopulation has a lot to do with this. And with that one fire that just ha- that's going on the um, in California, they are saying that that fire is made its own weather. It made its own weather once it started. The clouds it formed some clouds from the intensity of the heat. That is scary, y'all. But you know, um, they do say and they urge us to start doing our part wherever we can and I agree you know and I'm doing that if y'all hear a little squeaky that's one of the wolves playing on their squeaky toy but anyway um what was I trying to say though yeah let's be real we gotta start stepping up and participating I know me personally I finally bit the bullet and have now subscribed to a water service versus having water bottles. And what I mean water bottles, I'm talking about the individual water bottles because for years I have purchased cases of water, okay? But it hit me like, God damn, like what's really happening with these water bottles? So, I mean, I'm now doing the water service and I, I hope that works out you know, I think one of the reasons I took so long is I thought maybe the water would be safer in the smaller bottles. But at the end of the day, um, I wish all the water was just free, number one. And I also wish that it was taken care of a lot more because, I mean, we are paying for water. So if we are automatically already paying for water, shouldn't that water be clean? and clean enough for us to drink out of our faucets and not have to subscribe to water services but whatever whatever we we adapt you understand what i'm saying that don't mean that we settle but we adapt so that we can continue to move forward you feel me um 
So yeah, so that's how I'm contributing in it all. You know, what are some things that y'all do to help save the environment? I'm just curious. I'm looking for ideas. You know what? I'm also looking for ideas for my diet. If y'all know any vegetarian or vegan or plant-based quick meal ideas, send them to me. You know, I'm currently participating in a challenge. It actually started July 4th and it ends Labor Day. I'm probably going to continue the lifestyle afterwards though. But basically, it's where I remove added sugars from my diet during this time. Now, I'm going to be honest, I've gotten better as I stay in the challenge. In the beginning, I kind (laughs) of was like, did I even start the challenge? I was still eating whatever the hell I wanted to eat. But now, um, you know, I'm taking it a lot more serious and I'm feeling good about it too. Um, As a matter of fact, last night I made a delicious vegetable lo mein and it was really simple and easy. Um, I just simply chopped up some fresh broccoli, cauliflower, onions, and carrots. I stir fried it in sesame oil. I added garlic, ginger powder, salt, pepper, um, and once I put in the lo mein noodles, I tossed in some low sodium soy sauce and honey, it was magnificent. It really was. I felt like I was at a restaurant. It was just as good, if not better. Um, And I really enjoyed the fact that, you know, I was impressed by my own cooking and I was impressed that it was healthy. It was clean. Now, again, at some point, I'm probably going to lean away from noodles and things like that, but when I say that's a lot healthier than what I had done previously when I first stopped eating meat and stopped smoking, trust me, it is. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm coming a long way, you know, and I'm grateful for that because this is not, this is not an easy journey. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I can do it. And again, I'm worth it as far as taking care of my body And the planet is worth it as far as me stepping up and doing what I can to help preserve it, if I can, you know, or at least doing my part and sharing, hey, I'm doing my part and asking that of others too. And, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, moving on, you guys, listen, some good news and some justice for Breonna Taylor's family um, with the guys, the four police officers who were convicted for killing her, right? You know, they said that her home was actually in the middle of a gentrification plan and they wanted her home. So if for those of y'all who might not know, a gentrification plan is the process of changing the character of a neighborhood and the influx of with more influent residents and businesses and they said that that whole warrant thing was fake so according to the courier journal in an article that was published july 5th 2020 brianna taylor's shooting was a result of a lewisville police department operation to clear out a block in western lewisville 
That was part of a major gentrification makeover, according to the attorneys that represent Breonna Taylor's family. So that's some wild shit, y'all. You know, that's very wild. Um, Her family, some of her family members feel, though, a little bit happier knowing that the people that actually put the bullet in her body have been arrested. My thing is this. What about the fact that somebody told those officers to go there? That's my whole thing. What Those people don't get in no trouble, you know? That's because it's like those people, the police officers, it sounds like they were simply hired hitmen. They went to go do their job. And I'm not saying that they should have had that job. What I'm saying, though, is somebody gave them orders. And does that person simply get away with a murder? Because... Wow. Wow. Nobody wants to know where those orders came from. I guess people are like, well, I'm going to stay in my lane, you know? And yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If that happened one place, that could happen in another place. And that's all I'm going to say. That's that's all I'm going to say. You feel me? That's all I'm going to say. For real. Now, something else I want to discuss with y'all is this with Brittany Grinner. Now, some people say Brittany Griner. I say Brittany Grinner. But something I want to discuss with y'all regarding Brittany is that she was sentenced. She has been sentenced now to nine years in Russia's prison. There are celebrities talking about how Brittany has been sentenced to nine years and how there was a white girl, uh, what's her name, Audrey Lorber, a 19-year-old American She was found guilty for smuggling 17 grams of THC into Russia while on family vacation. Then she was released after two months detention and fined 15,000 rubies. Look, I guess what my thing is, is we already know that Brittany had to plead guilty and they were going to convict her on a lengthy sentence because... They're trying to use her to swap that guy, Victor, that was an arms dealer in Russia. The prisoner that we're holding here in the United States. They've been discussing that on the news and everywhere else since this happened. So why are celebrities doing that? Why are they saying that this is a race thing? This ain't no race thing. This ain't no race thing at all. If anything, they felt that Brittany Grinner was a lot more valuable. So I'm just like, 
what are you talking about? And why is that? Why are y'all be doing that? Why not get involved for real? Like, you know who was a bad motherfucker? I just found this out. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando stood up for human rights for real. That motherfucker was a G. I didn't know that. I only knew Marlon Brando from The Godfather. But Marlon Brando was a lot more than The Godfather. As a matter of fact, he didn't even go pick up the award, the Oscar. He actually went and sent in a woman, a Native American woman, to go in and say that, hey, he couldn't be a part of the Oscars because he was disgusted with how phony and shit that they were and how, oh my gosh, how shitty they treated a Native Americans in the film industry. That motherfucker was bad. He marched alongside Martin Luther King and them. You know, James Baldwin, Harry Belafonte, Sidney Portier. Marlon Brando was a G. So why can't these motherfuckers be like that? Okay? Be like that. If you a celebrity and you listening to this, be like Marlon Brando if you want to act like you standing up for human rights. Don't give a fuck. Marlon Brando, I was watching some of his interviews on YouTube. And I saw where he told Connie Chung, I used to love her, by the way. I used to think she was so gorgeous. Anyway, I liked her voice and um, the fact that she was a woman of color on reporting worldwide news. I was really impressed by that. I loved her. Anyway, but he told Connie Chung, he was like, you're pissing me off. You acting like you don't hear what I'm talking about. He said, you already know the truth. Why are you doing this? Now, again, I'm paraphrasing like a motherfucker, but understand that is the tone that he used. Marlon Brando was a G. So for those of y'all who didn't know, now you do know. He passed away, though, in July of 2004. But what a warrior, you know? I'm thankful for the warriors, though, for real. People like Martin Luther King, you know, people like Malcolm X, people like um, Sitting Bull, people like Maya Angelou, people like Shirley Chisholm, people like Marianne Williamson. You know what I'm saying? Look, people like Bernie Sanders. I'm for real. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. People that believe that we all are worthy and equal to their rights. You feel me? Anyway, y'all, you know I love that y'all join me today, wherever you are, whenever it is that you've tuned in. I am so grateful for your ear for these few minutes. Thank you for your time. Y'all know I love you. I'm sending you off this week with much peace and love. I'm wishing you so much joy. I'm wishing you happiness. And I'm also going to send you off with this poem called Amen. Now this poem was written by James Baldwin. And it goes, no, I don't feel death coming. I feel death going. Having thrown up his hands for the moment, 
I feel like I know him better than I did. Those arms held me for a while. And when we meet again, there will be that secret knowledge between us. That was called Amen by James Baldwin. It's pretty deep, you know. So anyway, I had mentioned to y'all to send me some recipes. I'm going to tell y'all again, make sure they're quick and simple recipes though. Okay, when y'all send these vegan, plant-based, or vegetarian recipes. And it's at whatwe'vebeenwaitingfor at gmail.com. And that's with the number four, y'all. Anyway, love y'all. Peace and love, baby. Peace and love.